so hello footizens welcome to a new episode of fcast i am mayuk and i have got orko hello orko hi hi so we uh, want to start by saying this that we both are completely touched and flattered by the kind of suggestions you all have come up with and also we want to thank a lot of you for your willingness to join us on this podcast we would be really have very happy and uh, overwhelmed to have you here in, in our podcast so we mean it when we say that we would be very happy to hear your suggestions and we would love to implement them subsequently so having said that orko over to you yeah uh, so today we have planned for emotional discussion about absolutely Beng- bengalis and football and the connection with world cup the world cup holds a very emotional a very touchy place in our calendar right and the way the whole city gets a makeover overnight uh, of the images of the idols and the countries the support that's Absolutely. what make football a homely affair in bengal and we bengalis are still in colonial hangover we are highly opinionated we love the rebellious warrior prince who has a capability to of shaking the foundations of the existing order and hence the love for latin america is so ingrained in our culture uh, now you, i'll just brief about the discussion that we are going to have we'll discuss yes please discuss about why we bengalis love the world cup so much and we'll also have discussions about five characters i would say who played a very key role in this love for world cup that we have isn't it mayuk absolutely so we are going to discuss about uh, rightly like orko said that about uh, the football the love affair with football and obviously five of the five greats of the game who has dared to change the, not only the game but also has influenced a lot of fan base so orko uh, what when why exactly is bengal the uh, footballing capital of this country what made bengal so going back uh, down the years it was in the time of independence uh, prior to independence rather that this british came up with the idea that of introducing football into i mean the, the indian civil service that was going on um, there were mostly people from britain but some indians got into the rank of indian civil service we know the greats have yeah. cracked those exams and uh, there was this com- superiority complex that made english rule the world and to exercise this superiority over the natives they used football as a medium they tried to humiliate them on the field giving them an opportunity to rebel against them that what that's what fascinated people for centuries right and then football was introduced into the universities the calcutta university presidency university and other universities and then the first club came up in calcutta a football club that was the calcutta football club it was in 1872 yes cfc that and is yeah cfc and then the rise of mohan bagan the first team as we all know to have beaten the british 
the innovators of the game at their own game with bare yeah, foot. Yeah, I official final. I official final, right? And this is where the love for politics and the craves of football, I feel, somewhere meets, and that is what makes uh, both of them uh, dinner table conversation in most Bengali homes, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Just like that, that's a very interesting fact to give because uh, this uh, somewhere the convergence of uh, football and politics, uh, or not a direct convergence though, but but the somehow similar structure about the rebellions, uh, whatever you mentioned, is 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 actually very interesting, which I feel because uh, yeah, football is definitely a platform where people can go and express, people can make a statement. And 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 it is actually more than just a game because as we have seen over the years, uh, there are so many stories, so many legacies uh, associated with the game. So uh, definitely, that is a very interesting factor. But I would uh, somehow like to specify on uh, on the fact which you said. Yes, uh, our foot, uh, football World Cup is one of uh, the very interesting and one of the most important things which we generally wait for and we mark our calendars accordingly we change our timelines and we change our work stuff and everything absolutely so so uh, so and as you said i think uh, i think there has been legends of the game who have actually uh, we have actually for the game because we all started watching the game seeing one player and then we eventually fell for the game so just as we in the previous episode absolutely that's that's correct so so uh, so it's time i feel to discuss about some of the greats now so whom do you start who do you do you think should be the best one to start with i think it should be the king of football pele exactly right he was the because, first rebel uh, yeah yeah absolutely he was the first rebel so uh, so uh, what what do you think about pele's career we all know he want to win three world cups and also also there is an interesting story about pele uh, once during a world cup when he was a kid he saw his dad crying so saw his dad was literally crying like uh, anything so he went and sat beside his dad and asked him uh, dad why are you crying so his dad said brazil has crashed out of the world cup and a guy who was merely 5 or 6 years old or probably a bit uh, more than that so he he suddenly caught uh, he caught his dad's hand and said dad don't worry i am going to bring the world cup home one day for brazil and he brought and, it for three times and and he brought it for three times in three different continents in 1958 sweden in 1962 chile and in 1970 mexico so in three right. different continents in a span of 12 years so so i would like to ask you what what is the importance of pele uh, as per फुटबॉल but uh, that time when pele came into the picture he was a 14 or 15 year old guy who was playing for the club cosmos 
not cosmos uh, it was he, he was playing for his home club and uh, he was scoring goals for fun and he caught the eyes of the national selectors and he was brought into the team but the brazilian team at that time was pretty much filled with players of european descendants since they had a colonial past too and yeah, uh, yeah. those european players they were physical they were taller they were physically much more competent but this guy was a was one of once in a generation man who who had a flair for football he did things with the ball that these european people failed to understand and football at that time was much more about hard tackling it was a man's game so called man's game which was all about power and physic and this was a guy running with the ball on at its feet and no one could catch him so that is what i feel uh, not only made brazil a, a footballing powerhouse but that inspired generations he was among the first few players who started the joga bonito cult of football and which inspired generations after generations romario ronaldinho rivaldo ronaldo everyone so that's what pele was what what is your moment of pele in the world cup uh, absolutely so before that i just want to say something uh actually what i got to know and what what is pretty obvious is he didn't have much of tele viewers because the television was not there when pele used to play because that is not the case with the superstar who came up after 80s or 90s because people got them a lot of television but pele didn't have because pele didn't have tele viewers so one day actually my family everybody supports brazil so one day i was having a conversation with my dad that how did you actually fell in love with brazil and brazilian football and pele uh, for that matter so he said during his school and college days he used to only read uh, read in newspapers and on those days the semi finals and finals used to be uh, they they used to hear it in the radio but obviously that time the line was not so clear uh, but uh, but my my dad was in a bank and he was put in head office uh, and uh, they they once invited mol dakta mol dakta and to be uh, as uh, to all the viewers as you all know he is one of the greatest coaches in india he is one he has indian football yes regularly yes and whenever he used to come he used to come with a lot of videos because he used to go and watch world cups and he used to come up with a lot of videos and he used to play so my dad actually loved seeing those videos so and i believe a lot of people in the world actually did the same as you uh, didn't have in those days so i think that is uh, uh, that is one of the aspects which really the life and uh, having said that coming to your question i think uh, pele's world cup moments as you know pele i uh, he played before i was born but i have heard and seen a lot of uh, videos of him but i think uh, i think that moment uh, of uh, one of the most talked about moments because uh, pele used to miss anything because pele is pele was a goal machine pele used to score one miss of him has been has been about moment and that is the save from gordon banks uh, his uh, right 
actually he was about to score and then Gordon Banks suddenly flew out of nowhere. And so I feel whenever I talk about Pele, I think one of the characters that popped up is Gordon Banks. Maybe he has scored a lot of, but Gordon Banks became a overnight superstar because of saving Pele's uh, Pele's goal. So I think that is my welcome moment for me. What about you? My welcome moment was pretty ironic about Pele. The there was a video that still is on YouTube. We can put a link down below. Uh, that it was the 70s World Cup probably, and uh, he was at the peak of his career. He was he was the man for Brazil at that time, and uh, he failed to hit the net after after doing a magnificent dummy to the goalkeeper even without touching the ball and he failed to hit the empty net and that was that time the commentator sarcastically said that that is the most hilarious miss he had ever seen so that that is the moment for me about pele yeah because uh, he was such a great that even his misses were celebrated so so that was standard uh, so uh, let's cut down to the 80s. I think 80s was a bit of, uh, there was a lot of change in the 80s. Suddenly, televisions were coming uh, to, yeah. to normal households and there, there was a lot of things happening all uh, all around the world. Uh, so, suddenly, there was a man from Argentina who the World came, Cup became colorful. Yes, the World Cup became colorful. Color TV came into the forefront and then there was a man from Argentina who suddenly came and turned a 50% of Brazilian fan base to Argentinian fan base. Diogo Armando Maradona. So, what, what, what do, what do you feel about him? Well, he is a man who, who was God gifted, and he's he was one one of the first men to have a left-footed curler into the top corner, and that his dribbling skills combined with his footballing uh, intelligence. Uh, people used to say his teammates used to say that he thinks 10 times faster than any other player and that that that's what makes him much more lethal in front of the goal and the the whole fascination of bengal shifted from the joga bonito style to the argentinian genius and uh, and that's how white and sky blue stripes made its entry into bengal uh, what about also, you? it was an interesting fact that uh, so suddenly lady fans, uh, there was an increase in lady fans, female fans all all around the world, I won't say, because uh, Europe and Latin America already had uh, a lot of female uh, fans. The game already had female attention. But suddenly, people outside these two continents, suddenly, uh, there were a lot of ladies. And Mar- Maradona was a ladies man and everything was there. And, and a lot of ladies used to just... Uh, the, glamour, the glamour made its entry into football. And Absolutely. that's when and the attention was drawn of the whole of the society. And uh, even in Maidan, in the 80s, it is said that uh, there was a influx of a, a pretty decent amount of lady fans, as you said, filling up the galleries. And there was yes. movie stars in, uh, in our own Bengali films. Those... Yeah. Movie stars would attend uh, big games, and that was the fashion that time. And uh, this whole 
thing of women in football started in that period and probably the a very landmark moment in football when uh, women were allowed into the stadiums for the first time in uh, 2019 at a middle eastern country which is probably saudi arabia people uh, women were not allowed inside football stadiums or large gatherings so yeah. that was a landmark moment in the liberal movement too okay so you are saying that the actual movement this entry of women actually started in 80s and that actually uh, that actually contributed to this this some successful movement in saudi arabia probably okay so now my question to you is similarly just like pele as we all know he uh, maradona was a larger than life character he was much more than that so what is your i i don't know how both haven't seen much of it but definitely yeah. at least we have seen a lot of videos because of for the game we have managed to watch his videos and his greatness to the game so what do you think is your maradona moment according to you if 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 i say maradona what do you automatic which welcome memory exactly. does come it's uh, again a very strange memory uh, it was the fall of the great uh it was his last match in a world cup it was a 94 world cup maradona was about to retire and uh, he had ha- already had that drug scandal in back in italy when he was playing for naples i mean napoli and uh, it was in the 94 world cup after coming onto the field as a substitute he scored a goal it was in a group match uh, and he came to the camera and celebrated with his face in directly staring into the i mean he's directly staring into the camera with his eyes popping out <laughs> and then he was called up for the drug testing which he tested positive again for a banned substance ephedrine it's a stimulant performance enhancer kind of drug and that is the world cup moment for me what about you mayuk yeah absolutely and that that was also an end of an era because he yeah. he was he defined an era so that was an end of an era for for a person that fitness so my moment is because i uh, i happened to have watched this uh, this highlight a lot that was 20 june 1983 so that i will say, tell you the importance of the importance of the matches the most controversial goal and the most iconic goal both happened on the same match the first goal was controversial goal and the second goal was the best ever goal If, according to me i have i haven't seen a goal uh, better than that so so i my welcome moment do i have i i was not born then but i i actually have uh, seen the highlights a lot of time because i i wanted to see that how could a man of that do this kind of stuff in the same match the first <laughs> for the first he was being shouted at absolutely that when the second it. happened everybody just uh, went numb because that that was his uh, that was his statement uh i guess the england goalkeeper at the time uh peter shilton yeah shilton in an interview later on said he corrected the headlines in the same match yeah he corrected the headlines actually the headlines were being really something that i think will happen i think that the hand of, hand of god goal and followed by the beauty the leg of god i think the leg of Le- god to be so moving on to the next generation i guess uh, yes golden generation of le blue and 
Brazil. Absolutely. So the crowning the princes were uh, the battle of baldies, as we can call. Yeah. Both were bald. Absolutely. And both adorned the royal white jersey of Rosa Blancos. I mean Real yeah. Madrid. And yes. they formed the Galacticos. So that was one of the finest moments of football history. Um, it was the beginning of the France and Brazil rivalry. The '98 World Cup was was huge. It 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 was the World Cup that still holds the record for the maximum number of goals, if I'm not wrong. And uh, and it was a beautiful World Cup that that had I would say my iconic moment right now. That it was the moment of when Zidane headed into the goal, into the Brazil goal twice to yeah. seal the World Cup for France. The first time a home nation winning the World Cup. Yeah. I mean, the nation which organizes the World Cup wins the World Cup. That was the first time in history of football. That's correct. So, uh, so I also want to add something. Zidane actually uh, started his senior career from Cannes, and as you know, Cannes is famous for art. Cannes is famous for it's it's a place of art. We have the Cannes Film Festival, and and I think this man actually brought art to the game. Before that, before European football was not this beautiful. Suddenly, we found that European football is even more beautiful than uh, Latin American football at that point of time, because because. Well, it is. He is rightly called as the Mozart of football. Yeah. So my moment of Zidane in World Cup uh, ranges back in. Uh, it, it's actually in 2006 uh, quarterfinals against Brazil. I think uh, this is uh, this was an iconic match. I think Brazil had all the greats. They were also the defending champions, and they were fighting for pride. And Zidane came into the World Cup uh, breaking retirement just uh, two years back. And France was not in a good state to qualify, and uh, Zidane just uh, made sure they qualified and took them to the quarters. And it was Zidane versus Brazil, and Zidane was all over the place. So that is my, and, uh, actually France won the match, one uh, nil. Uh, Thierry Henry, the winner from a Zidane assist. So that 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 happens to be my standout moment because that was a statement. I might be old, but I am still the best. That kind of moment. Yeah, he he made is, Brazil. He made Brazil play to their tunes. Absolutely, he he made actually Brazil was dancing to uh, to Zidane's tunes. Yeah, the match seemed like that, and and uh, a lot of Brazilian supporters I heard the next day that uh, uh, yeah, Brazil Brazil lost, but but Zidane played exceptionally well. So we we couldn't do much about it. So that that was they the defeat of the Brazil supporters. Yes, they accepted. They they said we can't do if a man of that stature plays like that. Exactly, and what about the other man, the other baldy, Ronaldo, the old Ronaldo, the number nine, uh, I, El Fenomeno? Absolutely, because he, he, I think Ronaldo has inspired generations to come. Whether it's Rooney or whether it is Latan or 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 most of the prolific strikers of the game actually adored and idolized him, because he was uh, he was a player who actually came and brought those. Uh, Twist and both right and left leg into the game, and and he was little both in right lay uh, right right foot left foot as well as his uh, he was good at header heading. 
so so he he was a he, he was as the name rightly says he was simply a phenomenon he, he was a terror in the opponent defense so what about you what what's your opinion about ronaldo and and memories of ronaldo so my ronaldo moment was in 98 world cup final uh, it was a very controversial moment that still remains a mystery to a lot of football lovers um, ronaldo was not supposed to play in the finals because he was suffering from an unknown illness and uh, there was reports in the press and the media in back home in the home country in brazil was paranoid that their main man wouldn't be playing in the finals and they had reached and uh, they were the reigning champions back then uh, he also had replaced romario in the world cup finals team sh- i mean the tournament team sheet uh, which was also a very big debate back in brazil that uh, right. romario such a great striker such a such past a man who claims to have scored uh, 1000 goals and uh, so much and he even these days when his old, old teammates gives interview interviews uh, they they say they were shocked because they were not sure that ronaldo would be playing in the finals uh, and uh, they were shocked to see his name on the team sheet an hour before the game started and he couldn't play much in the finals and there are and then he got injured after a clash with barthez when barthez almost snatched the ball uh, just above ronaldo's head and uh, the controversy remains that uh the sponsors of the world cup back then uh had a connection with ronaldo as well and since they wanted the home country to win uh yeah about it but that's just rumor and we all love to uh you know fan mysteries so that was my ronaldo moment yeah yeah but the fact remains that he was a uh, way off color uh in the finals because he was uh, not uh, in his youth uh, he seemed like he has left his go- scoring booth somewhere in the final so uh, coming on to the last uh, legend of uh, this episode uh, so the last so, uh, legend whom we want to mention is david beckham who happens to be the poster boy of modern day football i think uh, yeah as we discussed uh, in the 80s we saw a uh, increase in uh, female fan base uh, due to maradona but i think the female fan base actually started uh, actually started increasing exponentially was uh, during the time of david beckham because he had such a fan base all around the world and suddenly we saw a footballer who started featuring in uh, world's most uh, high speeds uh, and he was beating uh, the likes of uh, probably he was competing with like tiger wood with some plus so so uh, what do you think that factor uh, david beckham brought into the game well it was probably his glamour his past i mean he is also happens also to be the husband of the spice girl uh, victoria beckham who was also the pop sensation back then and he played yes. under alex ferguson who was i mean that team that treble winning team that whole glamour surrounding a very young boy from 
manchester and uh, that that some that's something that brought glamour into the industry i mean the footballing industry and it was because of him that epl the english premier league had a fan base growing fan base in southeastern asian countries also in india in japan these places because of these uh, the the seed that beckham had sown in their man, minds and hearts that epl had to change their timings so the the timings that we see these days kick off at 4:30 and 2:30 sometimes those early kickoffs are there to cater the global audiences the even the champions league that we see these days uh, we have a very uh, i mean convenient timing according to the southeast nation people are, as far as we are concerned and uh, yeah that was the starting of uh globalization of football beckham entering into the game what was your Absolutely. moment the beckham moment? yeah yeah now that's a very interesting question because to be very honest i started watching football because of him he was such a i was a big fan of his and if you ask me his manchester united moments i can actually we can actually have two three episodes on that but uh, <laughs> uh, his uh english moment of glory i think that uh, i think my favorite beckham moment is that england versus argentina uh, match uh, way back in 2002 world cup and that it was 7th of uh, so england and argentina was played each other in a group of death which also had nigeria and sweden and right, sweden right. had the likes of henry klassen and zlatan was a young gun then and fredrik lundberg and also nigeria was a show stopper at any point of time they can upset anyone and uh, yeah and an argentina match was the most important match because england drew with sweden and he was playing with argentina who who had the likes of that lortega and gabriel andan crespo he had a very versatile but somehow england dominated that match and won one nil it was a penalty david came scored but somehow this uh, i was very uh, during that match so honestly that that childhood of mine still stands tall as for david beckham memory um, with england yeah and to add to add to that mayuk uh, if uh, you all must be remembering that uh, in the 98 world cup he was sent off against argentina in the quarter finals exactly the whole argentina brazil i mean the argentina and england rivalry uh, that stems back to their i mean the nations having a war it was a previously there was a war between argentina and england and which england won and uh, that rivalry flew i mean grew in football from the 98 world cup and that culminated in beckham celebrating the penalties goal that as he did it was a very that that's a poster moment for david beckham right and uh, to add to yours and uh, my david beckham would my moment would be uh, not in the world cup but it was the lead up to the world cup it was a qualification round for world cup where uh, uh, England was playing Greece in at Old Trafford and they just had to draw the match to qualify it was 92nd minute uh, Greece led 2-1 and 
Peter Crouch, if you remember, earned a penalty. I, I earned a free kick on the edge of the box. Just the perfect Beckham territory. And the moment was right for the man to step up. And he, he did. Uh, if I, re I remember correctly, the commentary was that can David Beckham lift the roof of Old Trafford? And it was followed by the goal and the commentator exclaimed, yes, just give him the knighthood. That was his expression and it was brilliant. It was one of those goosebumps moments in football. And uh, England qualified and then... And I still uh, remember his celebration after scoring the goal. And he just ran right. his, it's like and the whole of England went, uh, I think, parting after that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, right. So we did an episode of uh, football and Bengal, the whole love affair of football. And uh, Mayuk, you would like to sum up the episode? Yeah, absolutely. I think we uh, actually... Uh, wanted to speak about the uh, five legends who had the biggest impact in the game. And I think, uh, according to us, we actually speak about the biggest five legends. And also, there are many legends, actually, and uh, about we will be coming up with the, in the next uh, discussions. Uh, but uh, a special disclaimer we just want to give because uh, we did not, we purposely didn't include Ronaldo and Messi into this because we, right. we have a separate discussion. That rivalry and uh, which we have, we have uh, these two greats. So I and, and we didn't want to mix the history players with the, now because the football has changed a lot and and all. As I think they are playing one more thing. The football fan base in Bengal was already there. So these are the people which we has created a fan base and added a lot to the footballing glory. Uh, what do you say? Right, exactly. As you pointed out, Ronaldo and Messi should, should be left out of discussion regarding men. They are some extraterrestrial organisms as a whole. Absolutely. And uh, uh, yeah, so just to wrap up, uh, we will also like to add that uh, we want you to speak up. We want opinions and expressions regarding your moments of football, your Zidane moment, your Beckham moment. Anything that you have to say, we would like to know uh, and we shall connect with you and you could be on our podcast as well. So signing off. Thank you, Mayuk. And yeah. thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you.